Hello, welcome to your wrong. Hey, Luciano. What's everybody wrong about this week? Well, they continue to be wrong about Marvel versus DC, Matt. And right. in fact, people, and you in particular, are so wrong that uh, we've decided to bring in some uh, specialists, should we call them? Guests? People? They're special. Yeah. Okay. Oh, special. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So with us today is uh, our friend Spencer, who's uh, been in a versus episode in the past. Hello. And uh, joining us for the first time is Chris Miller. Hi, Chris. Hey. Hello. Thanks for having me. And uh, we're going to, I guess we're going to finally try to prove Matt wrong. Which should, <laughs> you know, it should be easy because he's wrong so much about so much, so much of the time. But let's see where we can get here. So as you guys hopefully know, because you listen to our podcasts, being our fans, um, we've, right. been, we've been talking about Marvel versus DC for this past month. And we, uh, we're trying to get somewhere. So with that being said, let me ask Chris first. So in that particular battlefield, what are your thoughts? What do you prefer? What, what are your, some of your favorite things? And we'll go from there. Thank you. Sure. First off, thank you so much for having me. Um, I, being a listener of the show, I feel both, you know, both both honored and completely terrified. So I'm going to do my very best. So um, that's okay. We're always terrified. So yeah, that's the feeling we want all of our fans to have every time they listen. So that's perfect. And anxiety dissipating. Um, yeah. So I I, I don't necessarily. I'm I'm balanced on in my opinion, but at the end of the day, I do have a favorite. Um, there there are sides to both Marvel and DC that I, I I deeply appreciate and recognize the strengths in both. But for me, I would say that uh, DC wet wins out hands down. Ha ha! <laughs> ah, so two people can be wrong. Interesting, but go ahead. Yeah, um, and, and, and I love the format of this show, so I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that, Cobra. Um, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially, uh, when, it, when it comes down to me, and like I say, I recognize the parallel, parallels in both sides, Marvel and DC. Uh, for me, it comes down to the cosmic and uh, uh, space fair aspect. Both sides have it, but for me, what runs deeper is sort of this tapestry of, um, of material that that dc lays out and whether you want to quantify it from the green lantern side or or time travel side again i know it's present in both but for me i think what resonates most is a lot of the the writing even if you talk about your adam strange material um and like the, the concept of like the guardians and the specter and uh and then i guess more recently um like the world forger and, and now even the darkest night and uh uh, material of, of that nature uh, I think it, it is really really powerful and if you want to go back even further then I guess you could say across sort of the I guess you may call it the silver age of comics then there the the spectrum where the new gods come into play and sure dark side is somewhat of a, a go-to big 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 bad when you want to go into um, like serious power levels and so on Um he's not alone in that. And, and he comes from, uh, from sort of a, a pool of, of characters that, that were written that are just really interesting. So um, that's where I land, but 
you know, this is this is a discussion. Apparently, I'm wrong, but I'm ready to fight. Yeah, I was gonna say that was a very no. long-winded way of saying, "Look how wrong I am," but that's fine. It's it's what we're here for. I'm well. I mean, I have to defend uh, Chris. Everyone's welcome to their own opinion. Yeah, I'm really they are. glad that Chris was able to express his without uh, anyone interrupting him, and that was great. Um, What's that I think supposed we're done. to mean? I never I, I interrupt. Just, I just think it's great that we've had someone agree with me, and uh, I think we can stop the podcast here because I got all I need. Oh wow! See, Spencer, this is the the respect and the care that Matt has for you. Thanks, guys. Uh, see ya. <laughs> so why don't you give us your perspective, Spencer? Well, uh, first of all, again, thanks for having me back. I know there really isn't winners or losers in this podcast, but I think we all agreed I won last time, and I'm just happy to be back to uh, def- defend the belt. Um, I, I mean, if I'm honest, I think we all lost last time, but let's, who, you know, interrupting, uh, right now. No, I'm just I am, um, <laughs> but I thought uh, that was, that was established. <laughs> uh, I just, on this one, it, I don't think it's as clear cut as like one or the other. Cause there's so many, it's such a multimedia conglomerate on both sides. But, um, I do think that as a character base, I've always leaned towards DC on like the ground level like when it was first created like i am going to open up and just first say first and foremost i am a batman fanboy for life here we go yeah yeah, i'm a super fan of batman now three to one i win (laughs) now comic wise i'm not as well versed in like uh all the comics there's so much so many of them i tried reading a lot of them when i was like younger and i still still do like sometimes you know i I love movies. I love the TV shows and I love everything. I love the video games. Reading is, you know, it's, it's work, but I, I do like reading the comics sometimes. I like the hush and like the Batman, like the, the classic Batman ones I read, like the Batman returns, which is like everybody knows and, um, or the dark Knight returns. And although the classic ones, I, the comics, I do think that basically uh, DC was definitely more mature I think everybody can agree it was like more serious topics, deeper content. And um, although DC has sort of found a way to fumble a lot of like their great characters in the, in the most ridiculous of ways, they just continue to just drop the ball over and over again. It's so frustrating as a DC fan because like you love, like I think the characters of Batman and Superman and the flash and uh, you know, Aquaman and all these guys, and Wonder Woman are such cooler characters compared to, you know, what what Marvel had at the beginning was like pretty unknown characters like Iron Man and Thor and you know the Hulk was pretty was pretty big Captain America nobody really, like they weren't that big people forget that they weren't like what they are now before the the movie cinematic universe and like what Marvel did with the movies is is unbelievable so you kind of have to in my opinion my my heart goes with dc like because i grew up with them i always love that i love their characters but marvel has taken it like uh taking their characters and basically just taking it to the next level which you got to give it credit for like i'd say at this moment in terms of like the pool of quality stuff out there i'd actually have to lead towards marvel which kills me kills finally me someone says the light jesus i mean he he basically tried to kill himself to get to the light. So I don't yeah, know. It's like I, a half point. We'll, we split them. I'll, I'll, <laughs> You're half, I I'll get take half. It. I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, 
obviously think you guys are wrong, but um, I will I will try to be. No, I won't try to be anything. I will just say you're wrong. Um, no, so uh, just being serious for a second here. Um, I see what you're saying, Chris, about the the cosmic stuff. And honestly, I'm not as well versed in in DC as you guys seem to be. But I that was actually the reason I like Marvel the more the more more than than I like DC is all of the the cosmic stuff. And we kind of veered away from it. I I pastored Matt for like three weeks in a row to talk about these things and he's like no dude we don't know enough about this which is true we don't and and it's too dense to talk about that as like a whole episode but to me the whole thing with galactus and eternity and infinity and the one above all and all of the kind of stuff that marvel has and i'm sure dc has a similar thing to me that was what makes makes me like marvel more than dc and i i am a big fan of batman too i've said this before both on these the series and also in past episodes um that i like batman is one of my favorite characters and more so because of the villains gallery he has not just because of him and this is where i think superman loses because well to me first of all superman is a boring character because he's too powerful and he the only villain i really like from superman is lex Luthor. Because I find it that it, you know, because he goes against soups in in sort of like a mental playing field, he levels it out instead of trying to match him force for force. And I always find that for the most part, whenever DC tries to make an enemy for Superman, and this is something I wanted to ask both all three of you because you're big DC fans, uh, is it is it just me or is it like? boring or more boring when they try to match uh superman in strength with a villain like just make the villain as strong as superman or stronger why why you gotta hit on general zod <laughs> well i mean do you want me do you have two hours i actually don't hate him he's a good villain about, but it's but like it's not he's not the only one right yeah i've got about 35 to 50 minutes depending on how quick you can talk about it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know me. How quick do you think I can talk about it? We're we're fucked. Yeah. Uh, I will say I've I've kind of expressed my opinion on this podcast previously about my thoughts on Superman, and while I, I like him at a high level, I think as a character he kind of sucks in the movies. But uh, Spencer, Ooh. you want you want to handle this one? Uh, yeah. I so you must like Brainiac then, because he's not really strength based. He's uh uses manipulation and brain control and stuff like that. Takes a different angle on it. Uh, but I agree, yeah. Like I do agree to some degree that like strength for strength is always kind of like. Uh, I mean, it's it's used in every like comic book to some degree. It's always like a foe that matches their strength, and then often in Marvel, if I'm going to criticize Marvel, it's often the exact same character but bad, right? Same powers but bad. You oh, know? you mean like Flash and Reverse Flash? I mean, that's totally different. Did, did, oh, okay. The Reverse is the opposite. He's the same, yeah. but opposite. opposite. I mean, same. you couldn't, <laughs> yeah. be, yeah. you couldn't you. be further Thank from the same. Yeah. Uh, okay. My bad, I it's, guess. His suit's all yellow with a bit of red. Like, yeah. come on, man. Not red with yellow. Gah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will like, but yeah, like like Marvel, we all know it's like you have uh, 
Ant-Man and then you have that yellow jacket in the movie. He's like the same powers, but the opposite. You got Black Panther and then you got um, what Killmonger. He's like the same. He even wears the same suit. I mean, Iron Man. And at the end, there's the Iron Man guy with the, what was the Jeffrey Bridge, Jeff Bridges character? Uh, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, he's like the same with this. I mean, we know it's like every, you know, uh, Doctor Strange. He had the Doctor Strange guy, uh Kill Killius or whatever that guy's name was. Kaistilius. Yeah, exactly. But it's like that was that's my critique. We all know Marvel's villains are are pretty weak, so it's it's not a good angle to to attack Superman's villains because at least he has like a pretty good list of of villains that are different than him. You know, Darkseid's like he's powerful, but he also has like a pretty deep backstory and unique. You know, obviously Lex Luthor and Brainiac. Um, Bizarro again, the complete opposite of Superman. It couldn't be <laughs> further from what Superman is. <laughs> uh, but his planet is a cube. Yeah, exactly. Um, but <laughs> Superman, Superman though, I do like Superman. A lot gets a lot of hate because they're like, oh, he's all, everyone always says, everyone who doesn't really know anything always says, ah, he's so he's so powerful. He's nowhere to go with the character. And now that's not the fact. That just requires a little more, you know smarter writing and a little more angles what i like about superman though is is what he represents and then the you know the, obviously he represents hope and like the best of us and all this stuff but there's always like the angle of the great you know the great power of great responsibility you know from spider-man applied to superman i find is always super interesting because they always say you know power corrupts absolutely and and he has absolute power so he's kind of the fact that he isn't evil is like almost his greatest strength. That's like, there's like a lot of layers of depth that they could get into. They, that it is harder to, to show that as opposed to having like the, the regular character arc of like starting weak, growing strong and overcoming your foe. Um, you know, Superman is already strong. So it does take a little more creativity, I think, but I do think that he, his character has a lot of potential and has been done really well in the comics you know uh many times where you especially when they show him where he's like doubting what he's doing is right and 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 everything you know it really just depends on on the writer but i you know obviously yeah he's all powerful so it's harder but there are some good stories out there spencer can you tell Zack snyder about this stuff so maybe he can make (laughs) not a shitty move haven't you heard the snyder cut he's gonna fix everything guys it's gonna be perfect oh god I don't want to. I don't, okay, Chris. Before we delve into the Snyder cut and destroy this podcast, yeah. What are your yeah. thoughts? Yeah. Thank you for that, Spencer. Um, essentially, yeah. I just want to add a little bit, um, a little bit on on the Superman conversation in terms of, and I'll try and be as quick as possible. Essentially, when it comes to the whole power level thing, which at times, yeah, I, I agree, can be you know a, a little Dragon Ball Z. Ooh, your power level is higher than mine. Oh no, my power level is higher. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> when it when it's boiled down to that, it's extremely frustrating. But what attracts me to Superman most, and, and <clears throat> Spencer, you hit so many really cool uh, topics. For me, I think his greatest power is his humanity and, and the fact that he was raised by, you know, just morally rich humans, right? And and, and, I, and I think when, it, especially it comes to like a lot of the challenges that the writers set up for him, whether it's with a big bad that, whose power levels are really, really crazy, or if, if for some reason Superman's powers have been stripped of him, he still has this compass. He still has these these 
um, these teachings in terms of just like, don't give up, you know, look out for people and so on, um, which so many superheroes have, right? But when in the hands of, of a capable or really capable writer, it's, it's um, not just, I don't, I don't know if the word, right word is enlightening, but it's empowering to see, to see characters um, embody so much of, of that kind of uh, determination and, and, you know, moral fiber, 100% moral brand fiber. <laughs> so that's that's what I want to say. In terms of like villains and stuff, um, yeah, you've got your dark sides and your bizarros and so on. For me, when I, I was getting into comics in the in the, the 90s, um, that's when um, it was coming just up on zero hour. And so around that time, that's kind of like when Hal Jordan lost co- his hometown, Coast City. And there was this bad named Mongul who um, who came who came through and was wrecking things? He destroyed the whole city and was like part of the reason that Hal like lost his marbles. But Mongul also took on Superman and went toe to toe with him. So I feel like it's really interesting um, to set him up against power level based characters. But it, it's it, for all those other reasons I said it's it's um, that's one of the reasons I, I I like Superman. Is he the greatest character? Not there's a time and season, but I'll, I'll, I'll pause there. I love Batman, and, and, and we can go in that direction <laughs> yeah, too. The greatest character, but I, I just I'd like to add what to what you said is, yeah, you you maybe remember the, the humanity is like the best part of Superman because it, it shows that no matter how much strength, physical strength you have, he faces the same adversities that everyone does day to day, like in terms of the moral moral dilemmas and making the right decision and not doing the easy thing. Like so many times, it's a great example of of you know, that's strength isn't what's important. You know, it, it, it's what's inside that matters as cheesy as that sounds. And I think he's a great embodiment of that. Yeah. I, my, actually one of my favorite sort of fit, physical, it's like power, power versus power altercations that I've seen with Superman was on justice league unlimited. When I think, I believe it's an episode called Destroyer when Darkseid is trying to take over the earth or something like that. And he basically gives a whole speech before he proceeds to fucking curb stomp Darkseid completely. I don't know if you guys remember that. He says, you know, now I have an opportunity to cut loose. I'm going to show you exactly how powerful I am and just kind of fucking kicks him around the globe. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think you guys are right in that. All right. Okay, good. Thanks, guys. That's all we. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening to You're Wrong. We finally fucking did it, guys. Well, I mean, you know, broken clocks and all that. But you guys are right that his best traits are not like his superpowers, and I think that's that 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 gets underused. And one of the one of the reasons I I have a problem with Superman isn't the character. Like the character is the character. Is you know I don't know if you guys know, but he doesn't really exist. So it's whatever the authors <gasps> do with them. I know, right? Yeah. What? But I, to me, I have to I, di- I disagree with two things you guys have said. That you know, I think it was you, Spencer, that said that DC usually takes a more uh, mature tack with things. And I, yeah, with Batman probably because it's probably the most mature stories come out with Batman. But I think Marvel has some great like adult stories and not adult as in, you know, X-rated, but adult as in, you know, not for children stories. And I talked about it in one of the the previous episodes when I talked about Old Man Logan. Mm, but there's yeah. 
that's that's a whole arc and it's you know its own thing but even even if you look and you said as well that you know the villains aren't great and for the most part i have to agree just because batman's villains are so good but to me one of the best villains super or super villains of all time is magneto just because of not not just because of the power he has which is very unique but because if you look at other characters there's a bunch of them that can fly a bunch of them that have super strength and also so on and so forth but you don't really see magnetism and to the to the extent that they've used it but also just like with superman beyond his power his backstory and his whole like to me magneto is the definition of lawful evil and and you can like you can understand where he's coming from and you can you know look you can look from his side and go yeah i i can tell why he's acting this way and i'm not really sure that i disagree and the same can be said for thanos to some extent well thanos in the movies as we said before i think it was matt that said before on the other episode that you know on the infinity war or the the whole uh trilogy the whole thing with thanos is just he's trying to impress death because he wants to get into her pants so that's kind of less noble <laughs> but so, but I mean, so relatable though right oh very am i, am very. I right guys yeah <laughs> emo music cue <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't i don't know that that dc has that much of a grip on the more mature stories but um to me what i find is the the main canon for dc is sort of bland it's always the side stories that get me like you know the you know the Dark Knight Rises or the Killing Joke or, you know, it's always the one-off things that are away from the main canon from Earth 2, I think it's called. Mm. And mm -hmm. to, on that note, actually, Chris, you mentioned something about the cosmology and I wanted to get back to it. Um, do you know why the hell or do you understand how the hell the different realities are named because there's an earth one with a number and then there's an earth one that is actually a propelled one and then like what the hell do you know what do you know what that well, is about? <laughs> i can i can i can take a stab at it um i don't i i in terms of the discrepancy between number one and o and e i don't have an answer for that in in my in my opinion i feel like it's still it's still sort of that Elseworlds uh, take on, on not necessarily a reboot, but those um, those er the early days of those characters. Um, but as a really fantastic segue, you're making me remember of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, and that's 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 so juicy. Awesome. So I wish I had an answer for you. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to talk a little bit about that, I'm, we're cool. all ears. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just in terms, and I never got to read the like. I wasn't old enough to read the comics at the time, but just the um, the span and scale of it. I mean, the movies are are all well and good, uh, with no matter what side you fall on. But I mean, that's I guess the power of the human imagination in terms of being able to really, really connect with the the art and story, no matter what side of the the, the coin you fall on, Marvel and DC, and these large scale universe smashing events that that take place through time and, and, and space um it's just crazy so crisis on infinite earths like i'm sure so many of your listeners are, are well well where well, 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 oh well <laughs> i'm gonna move on 
It's yeah, a great we series. We, we got it. We got it. It's a great go. series, Fine. and especially yeah. with like the the death of of uh, the sacrifice and death of Barry Allen and Superboy Prime and 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 all of that. And just the ripples across you know so many different titles, and which was essentially so much of um, DC trying to clean house and tighten things up. You know, things that sort of got because I guess they were just tending garden a little bit, and uh, I really like what that what that represents. And don't get me wrong, like I I feel like we'll have time to touch on Marvel stuff too. I don't want to bash on Marvel comics, but yeah feel free um <laughs> haven't we been doing this well minus me <laughs> you, you you got a couple shots in there you didn't know it but you did so good for you yeah um no but i think i think this is a it's a great point as you guys talk about these different worlds and the different ways they've managed the characters i mean that kind of goes to the the strength that spencer mentioned of you know you know maybe try to keep it to like a minute or two but why do you think dc has struggled so much with making movies whereas marvel has like the secret sauce that they've been able to share you know amongst all their movies well they have dc has struggled recently and i i really think it comes down to uh like i really do think it comes down to failure on the production side of most of it i you know when you look at the movies for you know for a long time obviously uh dc was the one making the movies you know the original superman movie was really successful and the all near near perfect trilogy from uh christopher nolan you know which is still in my opinion and i think most people's opinion the peak of like superhero movies um then it really was when you know the MCU started that that Marvel started to take the lead in the in the movie industry, and you got to give it to them. They were they were super creative and like you know basic and ambitious to think about you know creating this universe and having movies for each comic and then bringing them all together like that. I I distinctly remember before Avengers one came out, thinking this will not work. Like it's too many character, too many main characters on screen once. How how are they going to develop it? And a lot of people felt that they're like, this is not going to work as a as a concept. And um, Justice League proved me right on that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I got them. But but like with the Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic, they what they did was, is incredible, and they really like set a, a new formula, which like everybody tried to copy. You know, with the Star Wars now universe, and they try to make like a dark universe with like horror movie we don't we don't talk about that we don't talk about the dark (laughs) but star wars is mm -mm. yeah exactly but um so marvel like they they really did their own thing and this is where dc went awry is they saw that and they went oh that money looks nice i like that i like that cinematic universe money like let's uh let's let's do that and then they uh i'm sure the writers were like well we got to like build up the characters like no 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 let's just do that right away and then, let's let's get christopher nolan to do it yeah oh he said no oh uh Zack Snyder, i guess Watchmen yeah. was well received question mark <laughs> listen we signed him to three movies we're gonna use them no but they like basically like they were like we're gonna make man of steel which wasn't intended to be part of a cinematic universe if i believe and then they were jumped right into uh justice league and it was like what and everybody agreed they were like what are you doing like you can't just jump in. The whole point is to build up characters and bring them together and see them together on screen. So I would say that to wrap it up, they went awry when they tried to copy Marvel. When they're doing their own thing, they're actually okay. 
they're awesome even. And, but when they saw Marvel's money, they got greedy and they, uh, they just moved too quick. So just, just before I throw it to Chris, because I want to hear his take on this, are you saying that Man of Steel is a good movie? I, I actually like Man of Steel. Now, hear okay. me out. Who invited this guy? What, he, he, what the hear, hell? He, hear, hear me out here. If you disagree, <laughs> you're wrong. That's Yes, you're wrong. But, but, but also, if you don't think I'm right, you're also wrong. So there's those two, two points there. Man of Steel is a seven. It's not, but whatever. Chris, what about you? Why do you think GC has struggled so much with, you know, mm-hmm movies and and that kind of stuff yeah i I feel like it's a combination of like two like two things and spencer touched on on the first half i think for me they didn't well no there's like there's three points and and we've already established that the third is that they didn't stick to their material and marvel is marvel's done a really great job of weaving together what's what's really interesting about characters from different stories and especially where they intersect and you know, translating that into screenplays. DC, terrible, terrible. Green Lantern could have been so much better than it was. And uh, I don't, and I don't I, it's okay. It, the, the, <laughs> I have, the scar wounds are still here and, and I had high hopes, but here's the thing. The Green Lantern, the entire DC animated universe is is a chef's kiss in my opinion. Yeah, it's good. It's, it, they've done all they had to do. They've done two Green Lantern animated movies and all they had to do was translate it to the screen, bring it to the screen people. Mm-hmm. And like so many of the, the Justice League and then there's the, there's um, the Flashpoint uh, Flash portion. So many of them. So, so, so many. They just need to bring it to the screen and let the material speak for itself. That's my point. 100% agree on that. And wait, they made a Green Lantern movie? <laughs> yeah there's two of them emerald uh no, emerald no. knight i know those, those are good but they made a green lantern live action they, yeah oh, you don't know yeah. about this i, are you, are you fucking I don't me? know what you're talking about guys i yeah, yeah. i don't believe. i think this this is like selective amnesia to protect I, the brain I, I don't yeah i don't know what you guys are talking about <laughs> I, I think they call it deadpool i definitely deadpool zero yeah i definitely don't know the ryan reynolds movie you're talking about i've never heard of it yeah. he makes a good hal jordan though he, he makes a great hal jordan although i've never heard of this movie I actually never watched that movie, and nor do I intend to. I mean, listen, if it's between this and um, the Fantastic Four movie by Josh Trank, pick. Can I just much? stare at the wall for an hour and a half? <laughs> no, you have to watch one of them. Oh, oh Jesus. Hot, hot take. The, the Trank Fantastic Four movie is better than the original Fantastic Four movie. I would have to agree. I would what? have to agree. Go ahead. Go, okay. go. So I haven't watched the new one because I hear it's a clusterfuck. So I haven't watched mm-hmm. it yet. But like the first one, you mean the one with Jessica Alba and mm-hmm. and uh, Chris Evans Chris as Evans. Jenny Storm? Yeah. That, that is not a terrible movie. That's a seven. I, you know, you know what me. I'll say is beyond that, it's, it's a seven. Um, but I think that what I really think about it is in the case of, of the Josh Rank movies, it's the first modern, like the, the Fantastic Four feel of a different, like, moment in time. Like it's a real '90s movie and has a real '90s feel to it that you can't like wash off. <laughs> and and the Josh Trank one at least seems like a more modern Marvel esque take of of a movie. Wait, you say '90s? Wasn't it made in like 2004? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> why it's not like the '90s. <laughs> like, wasn't Spider Man one in like 2001? The Josh Trank was like in the double digits of the 2000s, like 2011 or... 17, no, I think like mm, 15, 16. There you go. Thank you. Do you guys talk about Fan4Stick? 
Yes. Fan four stick. Yes. Fan four stick. That's, yeah. That's like how it's because the A is a four. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Fan four stick. Yeah. That movie was a, a, a tough. See all. See here's the thing. All the Fantastic Four movies are a tough pill to swallow, um, especially with the the latest one. No, no the the Jessica Alba ones. Um, they messed it. They dropped the ball, and they had so much room to go. Even though they had the help of the Sur- Silver Surfer being present on the screen, which is fantastic, right? Ha ha. Take a drink. Um, but they dropped the ball on Galactus. Why is Galactus this? This amorphous cloud of like, yeah. I don't know, sentient bug air. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't know. They didn't. They they dropped it. But here we go. This goes back to source material. If the to be honest, the what what stuck with what has stuck with me for a very very long time in terms of like Fantastic Four lore is uh, the the run that Mark Wade and Mike Waringo R.I.P. had on the on it was just like uh, I think it was called like the Doom Saga and for once like almost once and for all Doom completely laid waste not pulling any punches and dipping into this. Uh, what was once, you know, uh, the the technical, the, the technological aspect that he and Reed have been going toe to toe on for so many years, but then, and I feel like it's a re- the right uh, amount of time where he started to dip into the mystic arts, and then brought this new arsenal of of prowess into his arsenal. Right. So, wow, wow, must read, must. So read. what you're saying is that Victor Von Doom, which is a Marvel villain, is. Mm-hmm very three-dimensional and very interesting as a villain Mm -hmm. i would definitely he's so underused so underused no no i have no fight from me i totally agree it's just spencer's wrong again oh yeah his depth and fan four stick was fantastic (laughs) that's not that's not the character it was so so deep when he was like in gas (laughs) and then he came back and killed people and then uh that was it i mean separation from the movie and the comics comics doom incredible movie doom if we're gonna fling shit, Spencer, I just have two words or three words for you: Batman and Robin. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> well, my only question is: in is is Doom's last name really Doom, or is that his? Yeah. So that I think it is. That's that's a little on the nose, Emma. I? I mean, it's hard to make that realistic in terms of writing. I hope this Von Doom guy isn't evil. Yeah. Well, mm. I mean. Comic book character names are always, it's either, you know, alliteration or is just yeah. like Stephen Strange. Like yeah. what? Victor Freeze becomes uh, Dr. Yeah. Freeze. What are the odds? Yeah. Or, you know, Harleen Quinzel becomes Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. It's really just lazy when you think of, you can imagine <laughs> them coming up with it. They're like, let's make the clown guy, you know, like a clown name. They're like, yeah, that works. Tie it back, guys. Just bring it back. We've got to bring it back and <laughs> yeah. sell these books. Got some. <laughs> what are we going to call Mr. Freeze? Well, let's call him uh, Victor Freeze. Victor? You mean Victor Fries? No, 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 no. no. Not, it's spelled no. Fries, but you call it Freeze. Let's not spell yeah, it open. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to get that, all the yeah. dynamics. All the yeah. So where do we go from here? <laughs> I think we all, we all agree comics suck. Anyways, because <laughs> uh, we're already on this trail, as it say, let's let's go a weird way with it. Who is the your least favorite, your most hated? Take it where you will, hero or villain. I'll leave it open to your interpretation. I'll I'll, I'll kick it off, and I'm going to make it really short. Um, I really like the Flash, but I got to be honest with you, I don't understand Captain Boomerang. 
Yeah. It's or Mirror Master. Pick whatever Rogues Gallery version you want. <laughs> They're so stupid, and I hate them. That's all I have to say about it. So, I don't know if it's my most hated one, but I think it's the stupidest, most idiotic idea for a super anything villain or hero. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, and this is on your guys' turf, is the Arm Fall Off Boy. I, ever... I've only heard of him because apparently, spoiler alert, <laughs> apparently he's in the new Suicide Squad. That's, yes. That's all I know about him. Uh, yeah, so his power is he can rip his arm off. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't. Like, what the fuck? Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, for for me, cool. I think my my most hated uh, villain. I'm trying to think of a hero, but villain would be mi- the uh, Mixius Pitalik guy from Superman. Oh Mr. yeah, Mixoplicker. Mixoplicker or whatever. Yeah, and, you got, and you, the only way you can defeat him is to get him to say his own name backwards. Like, <laughs> come on, come oh, on. Man. I remember watching Super Friends as a kid, and I was like, "What the hell? Who is this gnome? What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> Yeah. Uh, ooh. Okay. I think for most hated uh, heroes, the Wonder Twins. Mm. I would. Have oh to yeah, they're that. so annoying. I so we're do just trashing them. Super Friends. I mean, really? I mean, no, no, no. You should, because come on, it's so dumb. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, yeah. All right, you win. What about you, Spencer? <laughs> I mean. I, I honestly think that this character one day will become somehow a fan favorite, but I think the Batman villain, villain, the Condiment King, <laughs> is, is one of my favorites. Oh <laughs> my ketchup god! Ketchup and mustard at people, and um, I just don't know how I can get much better than that. But yeah, I think he's my least favorite. But I can t- totally see a tongue-in-cheek version of him one day that just is like absolutely hilarious. But yeah, and the last thing he says to you before he kills you. With that <laughs> yeah. squirt, exactly. Jesus, like he's really dangerous because, if you're allergic to ketchup or mustard. Yeah, that's his only victims. I honestly like. I've never really read him about him. I like. I don't even get it. But I just heard his name, the Condiment King, and it always made me laugh. So I'd see that. I want to. I, I want to take this a little bit further. What, like, how far do his powers extend? Is it just like ketchup? Mayonnaise, mustard, relish, or like I, I honestly hot sauce around. Like, is barbecue sauce involved or kimchi? Like, where are we headed? <laughs> One day he'll, he'll get in the hot sauce, and that's when he like evolves into a like another level of villainy. Okay. Uh, to me, one of the heroes I hate the most is actually Cyclops, just because he's so boring, like bland and, and annoying, and I, I can't like I love when whenever there's like a or whatever and Wolverine trounces on him I love it because he's so annoying is he as annoying in the comics as he is in the movies uh yeah more this is a man okay this is a man who you know and this is you know 18 year old not even 16 year old me talking but this is a man who got together with Jean Grey and then managed to fuck that up and then he got together with Psylocke in the in the body of the you know the most beautiful woman in britain and a a, psych, a a psychic ninja on top of it and all he did was whine about how much he missed you know being on his own and doing his thing like fuck you buddy like seriously look at your own crotch with your stupid laser eyes and blow yourself <laughs> off like seriously 
Wow. Okay. That's a good turn. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. We've converted him. Yeah, We've converted. Yeah, exactly. I feel like this oh, happens I've, every time. He's like, yeah, Marvel sucks. I've always hated Cyclops. Always. Can never stand the guy. After this talk, this talk, I, I'm going to. You have all convinced me. I'm definitely DC favored now. I think that. Yeah. <laughs> like I, you got to give credit, like I said, to Marvel for the movies. But uh, does anyone else? Uh, now I'm not exactly comic super super uh, knowledgeable. But am I wrong in thinking that like a lot, most of the really good stuff was lifted from DC? Like I know Dark Side came first, and Thanos is like their version. And didn't uh, DC do like the multiverse first? And hmm. I think it's back and forth. There's a lot of back and forth. I, I, yeah, Chris, do you know? I, I honestly don't know. In terms of what, what's the what's the question though? Sorry. Like like I know I I thought that DC came up with a lot of the their content, and then Marvel lifted a lot of that in the past. So they lifted like. Thanos off of Darkseid, and I thought they copied mm. the multiverse theme and the Justice League thing. I'm not sure though. I just oh, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. I know I the know. Thanos one is lifted, and I'm pretty sure the multiverse too. So it this goes is back actually, and forth in like, yeah, that's with, what like, I you Captain Marvels. Anyways, that's what I heard as well. That that it goes back and forth. But if you look, there's a lot of like. So I know that the whole concept of Darkseid and Thanos are similar. But if you look at Darkseid and if you look at Apocalypse, they look like brothers. Oh yeah. Only Dark Side has a helmet. Was Apocalypse or, after Dark Side though, or was that also? Was that I before? I'm not sure. I could go look, but it would t- it's work, and yeah, I don't yeah. want to do it. Me neither. But, but only we had but some sort of database to figure this out. Anyway. I know, but there's other things like, for example, that uh, that shot is Slade Wilson, and then Deadpool is Slade Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Wade Wilson. Sorry, Wade, Wade Wilson. Yeah. yeah. And so there, I know that there's a lot of that, and there's like Captain Marvel on one side, and then there's like wonder man on the other side and and i think there's a lot of borrowing back and forth and they've even done crossover right yeah uh, the the uh, marvel versus dc comics where wolverine beat lobo for some reason mm-hmm. also how come matt how come we've never talked about lobo in any of these like this is insane what, what do i talk about i i mean Lobo's he's legit. probably the best hero dc has uh, what <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, sir, but I'm afraid you're wrong. I'm afraid you're wrong. I'm gonna have to ask you to and leave. I'll, and I'll be and, I'll, and I can I can sum it up in two words. Yeah. Team Lobo. Yeah. Oh. oh man, come on! It's so stupid that it's good. The, the police are on its way. Uh, there, they'll be at your house soon. Uh, but there's like, back on the Marvel side, though, there's something. There's like some serious honor. Like I, I feel like the, the the we've done a really good job standing up for for DC. But on the Marvel side, there's definitely some really really incredible stories, as as we're all well aware, and a lot of the listeners are too. But like what stands out for me, because one of my favorite characters is also Black Bolt and the Inhumans, the Earth X uh, sort of like dystop uh, dy- dystopic future uh where where things are you know winding down and captain america is running around in rags and blah 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 um like i said sort of in the beginning of the podcast sure dc's got a more uh, they're more heavy hitting when it comes to the cosmic but earth x when they were wrapping things up um in that in that miniseries and sort of like spoiler alert i mean just like black bolt completely taking down a celestial with his final like his final battle cry that was that like oh my god oh my god and and the the, the art in earth x sure i i know matt you're not a fan of of, of alex ross but oh my goodness i'm so much so much it's I'm, yeah it's so much awesomeness 
I'm literally three quarters through that comic, and you just ruined it for me. So thanks. Nice. You're welcome. <laughs> Good job. You're welcome. Uh, what, what year did that comic come out in? Uh, uh, 2007. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 99. Yeah. I was just 99. I was just remembering something. We were talking about Dark Side and Apocalypse and. Dark Side's home planet is called Apocalypse, right? If we're talking again about stupid yep. names. With a K, no less. Yeah. Yeah, they spell things different. It's a different planet, obviously. Yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. God, idiot. <laughs> Dark Side is spelled with E and an I. Uh... With an E, yeah. It's it, it's it's sort of like a bizarro thing where it just, you know, just let's misspell things because it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, there has been characters with the same exact name in both canons, right? Uh, actually, doing some research that, that I did before for the previous episodes, I know that there's a Thor on DC and that actually came out first. But and it's a completely different yeah. character. Like, it's the same idea, but it's not like they're not borrowed yeah. from each other. But Marvel didn't oh. create Thor. I mean, Thor was... Well, yeah, of course. But Yeah, they, they both equally stole from... Viking lore, yeah, so it's fine. And... Well, I mean, Marvel stole from Greek mythology as well. Mm-hmm. You what? Have, you have the Olympians. Yeah. Listen, DC never did any shit like that. Yeah. So, oh, of course not. Hundred percent no, original. Imagine, imagine that. <laughs> I do like the Marvel, uh, the Marvel, the way Marvel's been handling Hercules and his uh, at one point, uh, his one point uh, partner Amadeus Cho. But yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody, you know, when they think of Hercules, they think, oh yeah. You know who's a good was a good name for a pal for Hercules? Amadeus Cho. That's just perfect. It's better yeah. than that time they gave him a donkey. <laughs> oh my god, really? <laughs> what an ass. Oh, hi. There's oh. a different cartoon, but we don't need to go there. So oh, Hercules. We're, we're, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're getting to the to sort of our near our end time, and I know we have some more time to talk, but I, I kinda wanna ask people here. We've kind of we you know DC has been well and truly defended, as Chris had said. And I guess the question I have here is, you know, Marvel is, is pushing themselves into what phase four. What what are you guys hoping to see when it comes to, to the future movies? Like we already know Thor is another Thor and and Jane Foster is likely to become Thor, which is cool. But, but you know, even if we know it's coming, if we don't know what's coming, what are you guys hoping for in those movies? Uh Chris, you go first. Uh for me, I think I think sort of I think what they what Marvel movies have really done is again like they've really really managed to tap into the humanity of of these characters and the relatableness of of what so um, of, of what so many of these characters you know already have on top of like okay well I'm actually Iron Man okay I'm actually the Hulk and all that and Thor but um, I want to see the humanity in a lot of these characters and and they've done a really good job in balancing what's so spectacular about them especially with like the eternals and so on coming up uh i have no idea how that's gonna go and and i'm hoping that they you know i think they're they're in good hands i'm not doubting the talent but i'm, I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop i don't think they'll mess it up but i want to see some characters especially with like your captain Britons and um uh, alpha flight wow i want to see puck on screen i want to see howard <laughs> the duck on screen. yeah 
Okay, here we go. More stuff, right? And um, ooh, and come on, like I, I like I love the X Men, but uh, I don't see enough representation with like Havoc. And like, even though we we we're it sounds like we have some strong feelings about Scott Summers, the the Summers gene <laughs> pool are are filled with heavy hitters. Scott, oh yeah, his yeah. brother. There's a brother yeah. in space, Christopher, or something like that. Uh, Scott and like old... is the black sheep for sure. Like all the rest yeah. of the summers are cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see a lot of that stuff. Like, and then like the black, and then I definitely want to see black. How they're going to handle Black Panther two, and it's definitely a title that should pass to his sister, or you know, among the the the, the, um, the strong female leads in the movie. Um, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, that's what I want to say so far. Nice. Yeah, those are all good. Uh, Cobra, why don't you go next? Uh, I'm I'm interested in two things. Uh, I, some heroes that I haven't seen, or some characters I haven't seen in the in the cinematic universe that I want to see. She-Hulk being the main one, and I know it's it's coming. But I'm also interested in seeing now that Disney Plus is a thing. I want to see, like, yes, I like the movies, and I'm going to see the movies because I'm a bitch, obviously. So I will. But I want to see more TV series, like. I I enjoy the Netflix ones, not all of them, as we talked about last episode. There's some really bad duds in there, but I want to see what Disney does with their own material now, and and I want to see because some stories are much better told in a TV series than trying to cram it into multiple movies. So um, I know you've been hiding under a uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven rock, but you know they announced like five new TV shows, right? I know they did. I didn't go see what they were, but yeah, I know they did. Uh, okay. But I'm 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 hoping to see. You know, I I know it's not gonna happen soon, still, but you know, I want to see X Men on on Disney Plus and on the Disney side, and that kind of stuff. And <laughs> yeah. so th- they get this. Oh, they bought them back, right? Because they bought Fox. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's what I'm really looking forward to because as I think it was Spencer that said, you know, the the heroes that everybody knows now, you know, Iron Man, uh, Thor, they were always B level heroes before, right? Yep. You know, mm-hmm. Spider-Man and X-Men were the the great ones. For DC, I'm just hoping to get their shit together really. Like they have so many great stories to tell that they, they could tell and they're like shitting on their own hands and rubbing on, on their own faces for some reason. And I don't know why. So that's that's what I I'm hoping to to see for the future. What do you, Spencer? Um, yeah, I agree with a lot of what you guys said. I think I think Marvel's like uh, their their strategy is is looking good. Like they've got it down pretty solid in terms of their formula of building their universe. It it isn't going to be interesting because they've they've done so well at keeping everything cohesive, right? This massive cinematic universe. You know, where where the same actors, even in small roles, seem to be staying, minus like a few hiccups, like Terrence Howard, like in the beginning. And st- it's going to be interesting to see how they are able to do that with TV. Like, is that are, are they going to stay true to everything that happens to TV, or are they going to like sort of brush that stuff off? But it's like, I know they're doing multi-universe stuff, so they'll be like, oh, that was one universe, and that was a different universe, and if that sort happens, it might start to shake the foundation of the MCU. You know, where people are going to be like. Oh, it's not really all interconnected now. It's all different, and it might be too much for the the main, you know, the regular audience. I hope not. I like I, I like uh, how they built up to Endgame, and I hope they continue that. Obviously, yeah, I'm interested in Black Panther. You know, you know, Chadwick Boseman was like so tragic. That was like the unbelievably awful, yeah. just awful. But you know, I I'm, I know that they can't replace him. He was too good and iconic in that role. So yeah, I think they're gonna give the, you know, the. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to handle that though. That's a that's like a whole mess. 
but I, I know the movie's going forward. Um, mm-hmm. And they are. I'm looking forward to a, a, a new Fantastic Four in the hands of Marvel. I think they can they can nail that. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to you know seeing. I'm I'm a huge Spider Man fan too, and like seeing. I'm really excited to see where where they go with him because I love. Uh, I think uh, he's a fantastic. Tom Holland's a fantastic Spider Man. I think he really captures like the the positivity stuff. So I'm excited for him and seeing his role. You guys hear about Spider Man Three? How there's like it's like everyone's in this movie. Like the yeah, like Doc Ock from another universe, and like they're basically making Spider Verse like in real life. That's fascinating in my opinion. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm like that's one where I scratch my head being like, how the heck are they gonna pull that off? Like, like Jamie Foxx is back as Electro. Oh, oh and they're bringing Alec, uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Yeah, like, what? Mm-hmm. what? <laughs> I think of all of that, the most shocking thing is bringing back Electro. Like, nobody liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a weird choice. But Are they um, bringing back Tobey Maguire? Oh, sorry, not Tobey Maguire, but uh, the guy from that 70s show as... Oh, Beth Oh, Grace is very... Eric Foreman. Please don't, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He's a fan. Him his Venom would be ideal. Oh, for <laughs> You trash, Brock. <laughs> but so, yeah, that on the Marvel side, that's what I'm like. I'm looking forward to just seeing, you know, where it goes, really. And the next main villain. Because they've been building Thanos for so long. I'm curious what the next arc will be. Um, it might be King the Conqueror. Yeah. I've, out of uh, man. I don't really know Maybe. much about him, to be honest. So it's interesting you know what how they're gonna do that i like they could go in so many directions as as for uh dc they have i think they have a much more confusing path like i i one thing i will say though is that 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 batman trailer for the new batman movie got me so hyped like i i watched that movie i watched that thing like like 20 times i have a problem like i watched <laughs> i watched that trailer so good if you haven't seen it i'm sure you guys all saw it it was sick yeah it it looks great and one thing i'll say is I'm glad it looks good, but also at this point, it's it's really hard to fuck up Batman. Like, oh, it's so good, yeah. Hey, take away the... Tell that to, that to Joss Whedon. Well, listen, <laughs> you know, Joss Whedon had a lot of problems, apparently, yeah, um, yeah. based on what I'm hearing out of the, that set. Yeah. But, you know, take away the Joel Schumacher movies where he just went too campy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tim Burton did a decent job. Uh, you know, those movies were, were good. I liked them. Um, and, and, you know, everybody who touches Batman gets Batman because Batman's easy, right? In a lot of ways. Is Joel Schumacher do the, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger one too? I, yeah, I think so. Everybody, it's, everybody the, chill. Yeah. <laughs> Clooney and Kilmer were his Batmans. Basically. I'm sorry. That was the worst movie. The, the, yeah. I think the, probably the worst moment of all Batman is when George Clooney brought out his Bat Visa and he was like, yes. oh, God. Bat yes. Yes. never leave the home without it. And it was like, okay, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah no it's it's awful so like i well on the one hand i'm i'm really glad it looks good i like cool batman movies please give me as many as you can mm-hmm. it doesn't prove to me that they know how to make movies like no no not at all they're, they're solo movies that they've done well right like aquaman yeah. one aquaman like got a lot of hate i loved it it was so campy and cheesy but i thought it was fun and visually really cool wonder woman aquaman was was good i liked aquaman i think it was I think fun it was, it yeah. was fun, but I think it 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 knew not necessarily its audience, but it, it knew what voice it wanted to use, and I think yeah. the visual really helped to support that. Because Aquaman, it's easy to well, I'll, I'll flip that. the The modern Aquaman comics are so good, so good. Um, they, it, it's 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 a relief that they brought that to screen. 
and it made a billion dollars, which is mm-hmm. you know you gotta give that that too. And then Wonder Woman's great, and I think that the Flash movie, once it comes, I think will be good. I think they're I think they're starting from the ground up, which is good. The only thing that throws it off is the is that you know uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman instead of Ben Affleck. So it's like they're building up a universe with a different Batman. So I don't know what they're gonna do there, but. I like what they're doing. I think they're going in the right direction, just focusing on good movies. And Joker was awesome too. I love Joker. True, true, true. How about you, Matt? What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm I'm really excited about the show they've already announced from Marvel, which is the. Um, it's not elsewhere. I think it's What If, as we're calling it. Oh, the what animated, if. right? Uh, yeah. And so what they're doing is they're doing a lot of uh, riffs on characters we've already seen in movies and doing what if. So like the one that sticks in my head that looks really interesting is, you know, instead of um, Steve Rogers getting this super soldier serum to being of Captain America, Peggy Carter gets it and she becomes uh, Captain Britain. Nice. Um, so I'm really interested to see how they tell those stories because I think they're going to be really cool and really interesting. And I, I'm, you know, Luciano, uh, you know this. And if you guys have listened to the other podcasts, I really like the elsewhere comics that came from DC. I like those stories like Red Sun. I like I like how they really changed the character and put them in different time frames or different experiences to, to really put a good twist on them. So that's the one I'm most excited about from Marvel. I think it'd be really interesting. And they could probably ask a lot of questions and and maybe if people really like a certain episode, maybe that spawns a, a real life movie or something. So that's that's what I'm really excited about from from the Marvel side. And and from the DC thing, I know we don't have to talk about it, but um I just don't know what they're doing, Zack Snyder. Like, I, like, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not mad that he, he gets to make his movie. I don't care if they want to let him make a movie. Fine, I probably will watch it. I have some questions about it being four hours in length. I think that any movie that's four hours in length is problematic. You know, like The Irishman, you know, was four hours, and while it was fine, it, I didn't think it was like awesome. I thought it was a seven, and maybe I'm just hateful once you get me in four hours, but. <laughs> I but mean, I don't think it's just really don't call great. it a movie. Call it a mini series and do it in yeah, three parts or whatever. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I, but I just I don't like you, you know, we can say that like that wasn't his movie. And and we'll never know, right? Because because now he's got the benefit of seeing how bad that movie was mm-hmm. and knowing what stuff we didn't like. So it's easy to go back and fix it. And we'll never know if he always intended to tell it a different way or not. But um I'm concerned because I don't think he's a great storyteller. No. And unlike in Marvel where you have a lot of people collaborating to tell good stories, a lot of smart people, you know, look at uh, John Favreau, how he's gone from doing Iron Man and Marvel stuff to, to jumping over and fixing Star Wars for us along with uh, Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. You know, what's our track record in, in, in DC with anybody really? Like Nolan, he bailed and mm-hmm. he, he just wants to do weird time shit now. So maybe he should be done the Flash movie. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, maybe. But so I, I'm going to hold my breath to see what Zack Snyder does. And and I don't like, I think they don't have a good one person with a vision like, you know, Foggy and Marvel. And until they get that person, I think they're just going to be guessing and, and making up shit like the Marthas. Yeah, it seems like they don't have a, like, super fan behind it who knows like every comic and like you like chris was saying like how they intertwine with each other like the fact that they let uh, Zack snyder and batman versus superman like introduce batman in a movie and then have him fight superman and then have superman die all in one movie it just like was like a from a world building cinematic universe type thing is like the worst idea right it's because it's yeah. using like three of like the most iconic superman stories 
in one yeah. movie. That's not even his full movie. And then you <laughs> fuck up Joker on the process. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, sorry, not Joker, oh. Lex Luthor. No, don't get me. I'm st- sorry. Don't get me started yeah. on on <laughs> Joker. I swear to God, I I could go on a 20 minute rant yeah. on that Joker. He's gonna be in that. Apparently, he shot scenes in the fucking Zack Snyder movie. Oh God! Uh, Did you guys know he's he's damaged? Say what? No, I I didn't see any indication on his person or otherwise. <laughs> Did you guys see that? That would have that he's visual damaged. cue that he's damaged. I will not get it. That's another thing. Like well, again, like it's like to, to to your point, it shows that it's not connected like on a wide scale. Because if you were planning to have the Joker, you'd be like, we got to get a guy who's going to be in like six movies. You know, he's like he's the main villain. We can't let him start off like this. It makes no sense. It just wasn't planned out. Makes me angry. Yeah. It, I, the only thing I'll give Jared Letter credit on, or I'm, it's not credit for him. Is that he was shown so little in Suicide Squad? You don't know how he really thinks plays that role in 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 a, in a in a full movie. But I think he could be great. I think he's I think he's a fantastic actor. The the directing and writing of him was uh, yeah, uh, hunga hunga, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's he fun. was he was less of a of a villain and more of like a hot topic walking mannequin or something. Like it's why and and, and, and no direction to the character whatsoever. No, and Cobra brought it up, but like their their take on uh, Lex Luthor, like Jesse Eisenberg's, I'm the Joker light Lex Luthor is was literally the worst. Yeah. Just between that and fucking, I'm gonna stop my rant after this, but it really pissed me off. Is when they had fucking Pa Kent be like hide your powers and don't use them for good. I just wanted to like throttle everybody involved with Superman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, that's because yes. again it goes back to what Chris said: source material, like. Out of everything that you see, what is the one thing that you know his father, Superman's father, always instills in him? Right, use your powers for good, and then they go yeah. and say, "No, no, no, keep it to yourself. Let everybody die." Like, how does that make any sense? Sub- yeah. Subverted your expectations. Yeah, no. in the in the wrong way. Subverted yeah. <laughs> my expectations of a good movie. <laughs> I expected yeah. a good a good movie. <laughs> We've got Kevin Costner. We, if we kill him on screen, it'll mean something. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well have brought Sean Bean. Then at least we would have known he was surprising. Yeah, that would have been fine. Anyway. I I, want to end it on... I just want to... It's a weird question, but I want to end it on this. How do you bring Sean Bean into the Marvel Universe? (laughs) Uh, Into the Marvel Universe or into the DC Universe? You know, pick one. So to to the DC Universe, simple. Arm fall off, boy. (laughs) He's already played by uh, Nathan (laughs) Fillion. David Oh, my bad. Okay. Yeah, I'll try. Uh, Ooh, Condiment King. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I want to... I got, I got the perfect one. Okay. Sean Bean should be Mr. Miracle. He'd be the antithesis to every character he's ever made because he escapes death every time. Expectations subverted. Oh, wow. Gee, that is genius. Yeah. I think, I gotta end, I think we ended on that note. That is, that is perfect. That is... Yeah. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it is all the time we have for today, I guess. Um, so thanks, Spencer. Thank you, Chris, for being here. Fuck you, Matt. Um, <laughs> any Matt. parting thoughts, Spencer? Um, I'm just happy to retain my title as a, as an undefeated uh, debater, master debater, as some say. Yeah, uh, you are. Out of everybody that's wrong, you're always the wrongest. I'm, I, so congratulations. I, 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 I hold my head high. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys. This is awesome. Uh-
Chris, Thanks, guys, this was awesome. Thank you so much. This was we got. I, I really want to do this again. This is this is exactly what the world needs more of. Damn it, ah, Mr. Well. Miracle played by Sean Bean <laughs> and not dying. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll definitely do this more. There's there's enough material on this to to talk about this for episodes on end. But uh, until then, um, if you want to email us and tell us, you know, how wrong you think we are, thus proving how wrong you are. You can email us at yourwrongcast at gmail.com. Hopefully you know how to spell that. If you don't, fuck you. I mean, tough luck. Um, but with that, I am Luciano. Um, I'm, I'm Matt, and I just want to say I hope you enjoy your uh, Christmas present of this lovely episode with our friends. I should definitely listen to it, uh, I guess, right after you open presents. Mm-hmm. Right as your opening presents, actually, yeah. I mean, Put it on the loudspeaker. Your... Let yeah. your grandma hear it. It's gonna yeah, be don't great. talk. Don't talk to your family. Just let them listen. Let your grandma listen to us say, you know, like swearing. That's great. Grandma yeah. loves that. <laughs> uh, and we, on that weird note, uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>